Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hello and welcome to the Gallant Few Rangers podcast. My name is Mason Stewart and I'll be your host this evening. First time we've got together, boys, uh, since Michael Bill has been announced as the Rangers manager. Uh, before we come on to that tonight, um, as always, listeners, please get your comments in, like and subscribe um, before that as well. So let's get to it then, to the two Davies again with me tonight, starting with Davey T. How's things, Davey? Yeah, great, thanks. Um, yeah, really shocked. Uh, you just you just told me the result with Germany and uh, Costa Rica up to now. Just shocked at that. Still trying to go over that. Um <laughs> No, the, the the things of the, the that have happened the last few days have sort of give us a lot of excitement again, and uh, no, can't can't wait to the, the restart of the season. So getting right into it. No, and that's it. And we was all couldn't wait for the break, and it feels like we can't wait for December the fifteenth now. Um, next up, Davy P. How's things, Davy? Smashing, really good. I as, as David says, you know the results from the World Cup. Uh, just makes me want to think. I want to replay those Champions League games because the Diddy teams do have a chance. I want. I want a rerun. <laughs> it's the uh, it's the uh, training videos this week, which we'll, we'll come on to. Uh, just just the difference. Uh, I know it's only training videos, but it's nice to see us doing something different other than the boxes uh, that we that we come to watch so so many times under under Van Bron- Bronckhorst. But. Um, Let's get to it then. Let's get to, to Michael Bill, uh, new 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 Rangers manager. Dave, David T, let, let's start with you. What's your sort of initial thoughts? I know you as one that always felt like um, he was going to end up as the Rangers manager. And I think everyone else, especially in, in the Gallant Few uh, group chat, all completely said it, it weren't going to happen. So um, are you happy that that's finally over the line, David? Yeah, well, I'm going to answer the curry muncher first and let everybody know. <laughs> We've been doing a full uh, loft. Uh, what is it you call it? I've lost the word for it. Um, and um, to, 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 upstairs here was just the total looking against the roof. There was no insulation, no next. So that's why that's why um, I'm always looking like I'm at the top of the cupboard in the stairs. Um, I'll be finished in another couple of weeks anyway, so hopefully. But um, go on, feel. Yeah, I, well, I, I just knew. Uh, I, I had the, the discussion with Colin uh, a, a time ago, and he said, Bill will never take the job because he's not by rules. And I said then, I said, if Rangers come calling, Bill will jump at it. And you could just read between the lines that, that he, was, uh, he, was, he was right up for it. His family were really happy in Scotland. Uh, he's, he was really happy in Scotland. He loved the Rangers were an institution. He keeps saying even today's keep kept saying that, and so I, I knew he would come. And I, I thought that the Rangers would. I mean, obviously, I didn't want to say if I, if I was a hundred percent sure, I would have had a couple of thousand uh, on with Sky Bet or something like that. But unfortunately, <laughs> I didn't. I, I wasn't that confident that uh, that I dared to, to to do it with money. But um, I was pretty sure he would be the one and he would come. And yeah, no, at the end up, it turned out, I won't say I'm right. See, my wife, she doesn't even accept I'm always right. So nobody else will accept that I was always right. 
you did call it early on, David, so we'll give you give it give you that. Uh, David P. So there's loads today from the press conference that we'll we'll go through in, in little bits. But what what's your main thoughts on, on Bill, um, David? Just just even talking the last few days, and I know he's a brilliant talker, but you just get so much more positivity out of him, that, you know, more than we've had from Gio for, for a whole year. And I know that might sound harsh, but it's just Bill's personality just comes out, I think, and you can see that already. Yeah, Michael, uh, Michael Beale. I mean, I, I saw his interview on uh, Sky Sports and just as we were talking about the other night, <clears throat> sorry, <clears throat> he mentioned, you know, the, the honest conversations which we had spoke about and I'm not their friend, which I was delighted to hear because that means, you know, he'll be going in there with a fresh eye. Every, it's, it's clean and the slate is wiped clean. You know, it's what you do from now on that's important, not what you did before. So I was absolutely delighted to hear that from him. And I think there may have been a wee uh, proviso with this QPR deal that if Rangers came, he was leaving because, you know, he, he did have the loyalty thing after the Wolves thing. Wolves job was mentioned. I think uh, Michael Beale may have made them aware in advance that if it was, if it was Rangers then he would be leaving, which is why I think QPR were, you know, they didn't uh, throw their toys out the pram and, you know, gave permission for, for Rangers to speak to Michael Beale. So reading between the lines, I mean, I may, I may be dead wrong, but it would appear that there may have been something in there that, that allowed Michael Beale to walk yeah. without, you know, the <clears throat> so much fuss. So, no, delighted to get Michael Beale. And just from what he said in the, the, the interview, absolutely delighted because... You know, there'll be a, a fresh start. We've got two weeks to go before we, we play Hibs. Uh, I'm, I'm just kind of discounting the friendly. That'll just be a kind of getting some minutes in the legs. So, but the, back to the Ibrox in the 15th. And uh, we'll, let's see what, what difference he makes. Yeah, well, I think we'll see something with, with the fitness, David. That, uh, that whether there's an improvement. In, in, I mean, it's sort of a Flashed over that today, didn't he? I think I think we'll see if there's a difference in the fitness. I think we'll we'll see with that. Yeah, I think to be honest, though, I think just watching. I know again, you can't take too much from just training videos that the RTV have put out, but like you can just see by the tempo and, and the way that that, that that things are done. I think I think fitness is an easy one to sort of call out. I just think tempo and the way you, the way we do things. I think you're going to see a big difference um, under under Bill. Um, just on uh, the, the press conference today, then uh, coming back to you, Davy Davy T. Um, it was a really interesting one. Um, Ross Wilson wasn't asked many questions today, but one of them he was asked is Michael, is he going to get backed this January? And he kind of side sidestepped it a little bit. Um, but but one one thing I did take out of it, he said that Michael Bill will have full control over the transfers, um, which, you know, I think he was getting that out there to say, you know, everything that's been going around with Gio this this season, I think he wanted that in the clear and to say, look, he's going to be in charge. He's the manager. So what's your thoughts on on them two things from, from Ross Wilson? Well, I don't know. I, 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 that's sort of like a different view on that from, from what he said. The, the way I think he said it, he said um, Bio is a... Assessing everything just now, he knows three quarters of the players already, but he's he's, he's just uh, trying to get. And then he said, "Of course, if he wants more players, the board will." And what? But here's the big word: the board will try. Yeah. And and uh, and 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 get help him get players, and that's the big word: try. I mean, the last time I, I think they tried with Geo and they failed. So. Uh, try is a, a really big word, and it's a, a way that they can point you anyway. Um, hopefully, hopefully um, they, they will spend some money. I, I, I can't believe that that Bill will come in and not be back, not wanting back. Uh, and no, I, I think he'll definitely try to try and get money. Uh, and uh, if the board don't, I think if the board don't now, the, the Rangers crowd will turn on them, and uh, they'll, they'll get riots. Probably at the gates, so hopefully he does. But I, I still, I mean, he kept. Bill keeps saying the this team is not broken. 
And I don't think I don't think it is a hundred percent broken. I think it was broken under Geo. I don't think the team in, in, in itself is totally broken. And I, th I think if a good, good manager can come in and get everybody pulling in the same direction, then I, th I think there's a lot to be won this season still. I, 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 whether the league's still winnable is very, very debatable. Um, I was I, well, you, I was talking to you about having a private jet today to get me over to Glasgow, but... Um, I'll, I'll swap it for a helicopter for you using your helicopter, uh, Mason. <laughs> <laughs> I wish, mate. I wish. <laughs> uh, AVP, that, that leads us really nicely onto a, to a question here from from Corey saying that Bill Kip, you know, he said this a couple of times in his interviews that, you know, the player, this is a good squad um, that worries me a little bit because, yeah, there is good players in there and we do have a lot of injuries, but I still think we do need to recruit quite a lot in January in the summer. I think a lot of players, their time at Ibrox has, has come to an end. But, you know, you know, just on that, you know, just coming to, to round that off the point there by Curry, do you think that that Bill can get more out of the players? And, and just, just you know, do you know one thing as well that I think with all the amount of injuries we've got, do you know sometimes when things are not going well, football players can, you know, easily, easy way out is to get a knock or, you know, out longer, you know, not, not rush back. When things are all going well, you think back to our 55 season, we didn't have a lot of injuries, but everyone was 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 raring to get out there and play. The way the season's this gone this year as well, I think players maybe do take a little bit longer. And I think, you know, is, is that a fair point, David P? Oh, well, I hope you're wrong because that, that would just suggest that they're shite bags. You know, that's as simple as that. You know, when the going gets tough, then, uh, you know, it's uh, all... My, my legs sore, get me off of here. You know, and I think we've we've seen a couple of signs of that, to be honest. You, so, but I think Michael Beale from this the interview with Sky, and he said it twice. He emphasised, you know, that, that as David's point was, you know, that the team are not broken. This team were in a, a European final seven months ago, so there is something there for him to work with. Uh, obviously, the, the, there must be changes, you know, because seven months ago we were. A different outfit, certainly on the pitch. So we need to get back to that. the The level of change will really be his assessment of the squad. You know, over the next couple of weeks, who can I work with? And I think that was pretty much his point: was when he can look some in the eye, who can I work with? Who's going forward? And who needs? I think the, the way he put it was, who needs to step aside? So I think he will be. Uh, he's involved in that process from right now, from the get go. You know who's who's going to continue, who needs to go, and uh, that that's pretty much uh, his job over the next couple of weeks. I hope, but I was absolutely delighted to to when he emphasised I'm I'm not their friend. I'm a bit of a moaner, which is which is excellent because I don't want him to go in there. You know, do, do the old pals act. That's just uh, that's unprofessional if nothing else. But uh, I was absolutely delighted that that, that kind of. I mean, I was probably 99% convinced. Now I'm 110% convinced, you know, when I heard them say that about the players, that honest discussions will be held, which is uh, all I ask of them. Because in, in terms of his coaching ability, there's uh, we, we've saw, you know, what he brought to the, the club the last time he was here. And hopefully, you know, with him and, and his own team, you know, the players, that, the people that he will put round about him, Will, uh, can hopefully even improve on that. So, yeah, it's uh, optimistic, loyal tonight. So we're uh, we should be in a good place. In a sense, the the kind of nine point gap kind of takes the pressure off them slightly. You know, probably in the wrong way. But you know, we, I don't think there's too many people are, are suggesting. You know that the league title this season is. Uh, is achievable. I mean, you, we will all will fight till the day is done, as as the song goes. But it's uh, realistically, you know, a, a time of transition, and, and I would certainly hope that the Rangers support uh, would be giving Michael Beale some time to uh, put his stamp on it, find out who he can work with, who needs to go, and we start in the January transfer window making those changes. But I, I agree with David T. There, the boards have put them painted themselves into a corner here to a certain extent. In that, if they're not seen to back Michael Beale, you know, because it, inevitably the, the discussions, you know, of new signings are complicated, and, and those who leave 
in terms of you know what level of money is required. So there's always going to be that discussion, but certainly in terms of the whether the player is is on the list or not, that certainly has to be Michael Beale's call. And, and I'm hoping you know from from today's presser that that that, that is the case. Michael Beale will have the final say and whether he wants that player or not. Whether the financial package can be put together, you know, that's when uh, the board will have a, a, a big role to play. But certainly in terms of it, it should not be a, he should not be handed players, which was certainly the suggestion that uh, Ross Wilson was doing with Gio. He's just identifying players, I can get them at this price, and then say, right, Gio, get these guys on the training ground and see what you can do with them. That, for me, is absolutely nuts, and I'm... And, and I'm quite sure Michael Beale would not take the job on that basis. I certainly hope he wouldn't. So it's uh, certainly an, an improvement. Even my, my understanding of its improvement, but uh, certainly and from what Michael Beale said today and, he, and, and Ross Wilson, that ultimately Michael Beale's the man who will make the calls. Whether the package can be good together or not, you know, that's another matter. But whether he's a player that he wants to work with, that's got to be Michael Beale's call. Yeah, no, no, definitely, Davey. And, you know, really interesting point here from, from David Hurd as well. And I like that today. We need to play like a big team. And we were talking about, you know, in making points today about, uh, you know, a question was whether he made a dig at, at Gio. I don't think he, he's made any digs. I think he's been very respectful. But I do think there is something about there that he's probably watched us. Like we were always supporters in the last year under Van Bronckhorst. And at times, especially domestically, we haven't acted like the big team. We've been, you know, far too negative. So I do like the sound bites um, from, from Bill. He, he's been big on the way we play, um, which, which you know, we know that anyway from his time at us already. But I think that I'm not too bothered about the style of play in terms of how we, you know, the, the football. I just want us to win. You know, I, I, I'm really not, not fussed how he sets us up and how attractive football we play. I just want us to win week in, week out, which... You know, that's what we all crave. So, um, you know, if we can do it in style, then brilliant. But but winning is the main thing. Davey T, Curry puts another point here about, you know, seven players out of contract. Um, Jack Morelos and Arfield can make a d- decent uh, impact. He, he did answer questions uh, today and he, and he has answered questions on Kent and Morelos in the last couple of days. Um, do you think, I, I think actually Bill coming in could potentially change the mind of Ryan Kent if he if he was going to go you know I think that he's someone that he's worked with since Kent was 14 years old so I think he's got a lot of respect for for Bill but you know I still don't want us to to hold no sentiment and I I include Arfield and Jack in that I think if Bill can get a tune out of them two in the next few months brilliant but I think looking forward especially for me Morelos um, Jack and Arfield I think they're three that in the summer they should all, all be moved on would you agree with that? You're on mute, David. Sorry. Um, yeah, well, so it's it's old thing. Uh, do, do, do you take what you can get at Christmas and hope, hope, yeah, hope you get a decent sum for them, or do, do you think, well, if I can get them fit, then he'll do a job for me? I don't see any of them staying after after uh, the summer. So it's it's just a, a a flip of the coin whether you want to to get the last six months out of them. There's not even six months, is it five months? Um, then uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, he said that that uh, Morelos trained really hard. Um, which you know, if, if Morelos is is on for him, he's he's one of our best players. I mean, we we can, we can use him. He, he's he, he he joins the team together. And what, what, one thing that, that uh, I, I thought would, would be as well, he comes out, listen, half these things that he says, uh, they're all cliches. Um, that uh, Every manager's going to come in. There's not one manager going to come in and say, no, we're going to lose it. But, well, Gio did it. We're going to get thumped in Europe. But normally, a manager won't come in and say, <laughs> uh, oh, we've no chance of winning the league this year. All these things. Um, a, a few other cliches he had. We're going to win everything, and we've got to try and win everything. Well, that I mean, that's quite easy that for everybody to say. So, you, you've got to take all these things with a pinch of salt that the managers say when they come in. It's when when they actually get in the park, when we start playing Hibs, when we start playing Ross County, when when we we really get 
playing the ball. What he did say today when somebody asked him about the fitness, he turned it round to cohesion. He didn't answer anything about the fitness, which was probably sparing Gio a little bit. He taught, started talking about cohesion, getting the players playing together, more more compact. And for me, Kent, to go back to your original, for me, Kent, I think Kent was strangled by by Gio's tactics. I think Gio's told him to stay out in the wing uh, and, and, and try his best to get past players now and... We've, we've, we've had the discussion before about Mackay telling him uh, tricks are for the circus. And I think uh, Bill already said today that uh, players players have to be freer. They, 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 they shouldn't be tied down to a specific role. And that's, a, a for me, a big point. If he recognises that, thanks, because that's I, I think that's a big, big difference in what Gio done. And I think I think Gio, as I said, I said the last pod, Gio needs to go at home and look in the mirror and think, where am I? Where am I going wrong? This is my third club, and they all wanted me to leave. Where am I going wrong? But um, hopefully, Bill uh, will turn it around. But as I said, we'll we'll see it on the park, not in the blue room at Ibrooks, because there, it's it's a speech full of cliches and a speech full. Of, what I will say is that you know from the fact that he came, the fact that he's, uh, um, that he's, he's got to go to work, which I had to quite laugh on in, in Monday when, when it was announced, that a lot of people were angry because um, he went on to the training field before it was announced. That he was, I was quite laughing at that. I thought that was funny. I, I'm, I was quite happy with that because I think it shows it shows a lot of passion, and that's what I was going to say. I think the passion he showed in the last few days for the club, uh, I, I think, shows that he at least going to try his heart out to turn things around, and that's that's a good point. Yeah, yeah, I, I actually really like that, David. That he went, he, you know, he didn't want to uh, didn't want it unveiled until he was he was on the, you know, he, he got training out of the way, and I think that goes to show how good. And how much Bill enjoys being a coach. You see, it's very rare actually nowadays that you've got a, a manager that does that does the coaching. So I'm interested to see how that that's going to work out at Rangers because, you know, as far as I know, Gio didn't take sessions. He wasn't much of a coach. He, his coaching team done that. And I know Gerard had really not a lot of interest in, in coaching. He, he completely left that down to his his backroom team. Um, and Davey P, just before I come on to, to the backroom team, I've, I've um, done a little bit of looking up on them today. I've actually um, really good friends with a QPR fan and I did ask him to come on the pod during the week to do a quick half hour, but he didn't really fancy it. Um, but I had a good conversation with him and he was really disappointed that, that Bill was was leaving. Um, and I think he, they see, you know, a big change in, in, in early. I think, I think they started going a little bit sideways once, um, to be honest, once Bill come up to Ibrox for the Aberdeen game, um, you know, they didn't win again after that. I think he's turned down walls. I, I believe Bill knew that that things were going to happen quite quickly. Um, and, and and maybe, you know, that may, maybe that's just an excuse. Maybe they did just have a, a poor spell. But today the club announced that Jack Aid, I think it is, is last name, um, come, comes in as the head of performance from Liverpool. Um, and he previously worked at Newcastle Spurs, Watford and Barnet. Um, he comes in as, as the head of performance. Then you've got Neil Bamfield, who... Um, I've, I've actually heard a lot of things about Neil Banfield. He, he was at Arsenal, uh, under Arsenal Wenger, I think, for, for 20 years. So, you know, I think it goes to show, how, you know, how much experience he's got. Um, and he was brought to QPR by Mark Warburton um, before before coming to, to Rangers, you know, this week. Another one, Damian Matthew, has been a coach at uh, Charlton, Chelsea and Millwall. But he was also a scout for Celtic as well, um, not too long ago. But I'm sure... If we start getting results, that will all get forgotten. Um, and then the last one, uh, Harry Watlin, who uh, is known as a, actually as a set-piece specialist. So that's something that I am really looking forward to us um, from set-pieces because I think we've been utterly dreadful for set-pieces for such a long time, both offensively and defensively. And um, he worked at Chelsea, Millwall and West Ham before QPR. And he was actually a manager himself in America last year. So he's actually got, you know, the, the experience of being a number one. So some good pedigree there. Obviously, we said this, though, about, you know, the Roy McClays of the world. It's just it's just about how the players get on with them and, and, and you know, how they, they get their points across. So um, I thought that, that Bill would have brought some 
maybe uh, you know I thought Kevin Thompson was was nailed in for for coming in because Bill spoke so highly. Maybe that's something that will happen uh, closer to the time. But um, I suppose where Bill has got the experience of, of being at, at Rangers for so long, that that's not need, needed. Davy P, just just reading out the them coaches there. What, what's your thoughts on the the new coaching team? I know obviously we're not going to know too much, but again, it's just a, a completely changeover of the coaches. Do you think that's a, a good or bad thing? I think it's it's Michael Beale's call. Ultimately, you know, he's got to put the the right uh, pieces in place for for there to be a team because he, you've already identified it. You know, he's if he's going to be a hands-on manager, he's going to do coaching. You know, as 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 well as all the other stuff, then he's going to rely on other people to uh, fill in gaps. So it's it's very much going to be a team effort. The one manager is. And and the first team trainer is is from days of old. That that is just doesn't happen anymore. There's, there's it's a lot more specialised, a lot more professional, a lot more thorough. So we just have to trust Michael Beale will will know, you know, that, that Banfield particularly, you know, his with his time with Wenger, you know, you're thinking these guys have uh, been round the block, so they're coming with plenty of experience, which is which is always a good sign. Uh, and if Michael Beale trusts them, then so do I. This is, as, as David also indicated there, it's uh, we can talk the talk, but now he needs to walk the walk. You know, he's now there, and it will be results that will be the judge of Michael Beale, not you know the quality of his backroom staff. We will, we we're not going to expect. You know, there's not going to be a, a big blinding flash and all is right. It's going to be hard work, and and I'm sure he appreciates that. So. It, it will be uh, it will be interesting to watch all this. I think the semi final against Aberdeen is going to be a big test for Michael Beale because you know after uh, you know the tail end of the the Gerard thing you know and when when we the played Hibs you know, in between Gerard and, and Gio uh, and the, the attitude of the players that day I would have to say it's the first half particularly well I think they chucked it by the second half but. I think the game against Aberdeen uh, in the League Cup semi-final will be a, a big test for us. That will should be uh, should give us some sort of indication of where we're headed. And 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 if you know, because as we spoke about the attitude of the players, you know, and uh, I, I'm hoping to see a, a a big difference from what we've seen so far this season, because as 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 he pointed out, you know, we were in the European final seven months ago. The it can't all be bad. There must be good stuff in there he can work with, which uh, we need to work with. Get get, get on the pitch and uh, some of the bad habits that maybe they may have picked up. Just uh, just iron that out. Yeah, no, definitely. And and, and David T, just to, to let you know, Germany are out of the the World Cup. They won four two against Costa Rica, but Japan beat Spain two one. So. Japan have beat Germany and Spain. So uh, coming back to Davy P's point earlier about the the, the small the so-called smaller sides going out and getting results, Japan that's that's the way to do it. So fair play. Um, but Davy T, I'll come to you and, and I want I've been waiting to post this one. Um, you know, I've heard this quite a lot. Morelos coming back in instead of of Cholak, and um, a lot of supporters seem to think that the Bill style won't suit Cholak. I'm not sure I agree with that. I think. The few times I did watch QPR, they played with Lyndon back. So that's a, as good as a good as a man down. So I do think Cholak will, will get a chance. Um, I, I don't think, I think Bill will be mad to sort of put that aside um, and throw Merylos straight in. I, I don't think he can forget what's happened in the last sort of few months where, where Cholak scored, scored all the goals. Um, David T, what's your, what's your thoughts on that? No, I don't think he'll, I don't think he'll, he'll start with him. But I, I... I mean, he might start with Morelos, but I don't think it's a fast thing that Morelos will be the number one striker. I think if Joe like shows what he's got, listen, Bill has got his job to think about as well. So he's he's not going to he's not going to leave a player out uh, that that can do a job for him. That that's one thing that's certain. So well, we all know Morelos on a, on a, an even keel. Morelos is the better player. In my, my eyes, anyway, if we can get Morelos taking over, uh, and Kent, as you, you mentioned, and I'll, I'll bring in Kamara as well. If Kamara can, if we can get Kamara going as well, that's three players that will make so much difference to the team when they're all playing good. 
Uh, and if Ryan Jack can come back in and stay fit, although that's not been much very often in, in the recent years, um, then uh, then we, we, we can have up a good fight. I mean, especially in the cup games. We, we, could, we could probably have got to have this cup game going as well, Scottish cup game as well, with St. Johnson out. Um, but um, no, I, 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 I really think... That, uh, if he can get there, I, I, I don't think I don't think Morelos is it's a first team first pick just because he's Morelos. I think if if that will be the the player that's shown the most, uh, grit the most will the most uh, scoring the most goals. Obviously, I think if if, if Cholak starts the way he started in the beginning of the season, scoring every game, then uh, no, get get Davy uh, going uh, anyway. But, <laughs> but um. No, then then it would be stupid to drop him, wouldn't he? I mean, there's somebody that's scoring two goals a game, then then you're not going to drop them. So mm-hmm. I don't I don't see Morelos just walking in and and saying, "Oh, I want back because that's me in." I don't see that. But, um, no, I, I can't. But I can't. I still can't believe that Jeremy are out. But uh, who, who's who's going to beat England now? That's that's the thing. Well. <laughs> Well, they've got they've got Argentina or France in a couple of weeks. So um, if they beat if they beat, I think they got Senegal on Sunday. And if they get past Senegal, they play Argentina or France. So I fancy yeah. either, either of them. I, I'm not, I've not been too impressed with England to be honest. I, I would fancy them to, to to knock England out. But uh, you never know, as we've just seen tonight. Um, Davey P, coming on to you. Um, talking about players, there's a couple of players I want to ask you both about. But but Davey P, I'll start with you. Um, Glenn Kamara. Um, I put him in a, a little bit of a different position in, in terms of uh, Morelos and Kemp because he's still got two years uh, left on his deal. Um, but I do think that under Gio, he, he, he wanted away. I think that's, you know, everyone you know knows that now. I think that the deal to Nice was a lot closer than we, than we you know, believe. But um, what's your thoughts on Kamara? Can Bill sort of revive him? Um, again, are we pinning all our hopes on on players because of what they've done a couple of years ago, or do you think there is a player there in Kamara that, that Bill can get the most out of? Well, Michael Bill will know Glenn Kamara very well, right, first of all. So I'm hoping that what the honest conversation that they, they have when they sit down and they can look in Glenn Kamara's eye and say, are you, are you in this or, or do you want to go? And it's just, that's it. It's as simple as that. We'll take 30 seconds to find out whether Glenn Kamara wants to stay or not. And if he wants to go, then he goes in January. And and the same conversation with Morelis. The problem I have with Morelis is that, I mean, it's probably about a year since Morelis was, you know, a first-team pick and contributing, you know, consistently to our cause. Because the problem I have with Morelis is that I'm not sure I would want him, want him beside me in a trench. You know, when things really get shitty, and you were you were relying on the people round about you. He just seems like a fair weather friend, you know. He'll he'll do it when he wants to, and he, and he won't do it when he doesn't want to. I mean, David made the point earlier. I I would say that Alfredo Morelos is probably, for me, is he's the best player in that squad, but he's he's not reliable enough. And I want someone who's going to roll up their sleeves when the going gets tough. Not just spit the dummy out and say, "Oh no, I'm really not. I'm injured," and and it just smacks of the the wrong attitude. And and above all else, you know, we, we when you go out there, it's a hundred percent every time you do it, not seventy five percent when when you fancy it. The, the game against against Hibs when he uh, he come on and that 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 two each draw and that 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 was just who is he playing for? Is he playing for for Rangers or is he playing for himself? And that, no, sorry, I've I've had it with Alfredo. I mean, he's a cracking player, and he's, he's he, but I would uh, big Tony goals for me. I'm afraid he gets my call. So yeah, in terms of all the other players, and that's the honest conversations that Michael Beale spoke about. He's going to have to go into that squad and find out. These are the guys who will continue to be in this squad, and I'll identify the people. Who are no longer part of the squad, and then he just has to move them on. It's, yeah. uh, and then sometimes they will want to be part of the squad. I would say, in terms of you know, like Arfield, Steve Davis, you know, maybe McGregor. There's maybe players there who would who would willingly continue. But as we spoke about, and he spoke about, I'm not the friend. I, we want them to be ruthless and say no. 
we we need to improve this overall. We need to make these changes, and unfortunately, you you didn't make the cut. So it's, it's been brutal as if it has to be. No, you're spot on, David, and I absolutely agree what you said about Marinos there. I, I, I'm with you there. I think you brought up there the Hibs sending off, but there's been so many. There's been so many instances, even his performance uh, before the breakaway at St Mirren, I thought was was embarrassing, really. Um, his time his time is up. We've, we've had Marinos. I think Bill made a really interesting comment, actually, with Sky, and he said that Gerard got, and Gerard, you know, he said the backroom staff and Gerard got the most out of Marinos in the three years were there. And I think he said the most we could get out of Morelos. I thought was quite an interesting one. And, and I agree. I think maybe we have maybe we have got the best out we can. And, and it's time for Morelos to go elsewhere. And, and you're right. You know, Bill needs to be brutal. We, no time for sentiment. We, we said already he needs to go in there and he needs to make it work. And, 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 and I like, you know, him saying he's going to look players in the eye and see if they want to be here or not. Because if they don't, they need shipped out. And um, just, uh, just a quick one there from Curry Mantra about how well uh, do you know QPR in that league? Um, and any players that might be able to improve the team? I, th- I think I got asked this the other day, uh, Chris Willock's one that, that I really, really like. Um, they've got Chris Willock and Isaac Ch- Chair, I think his last name is. He, they're both number 10s. Um, I think Willock's got a year left on his deal, but I, I read yesterday that QPR have got a, a year to extend. They're, they're the two that I think, looking at the QPR and in terms of the championship, we all know it's an absolutely mental league. You know, you win two games and you're in the playoffs and that's just yeah. how it is. Um, so um, in, in terms of, in terms of the league and, and QPR, I don't know much about, about QPR, but yeah, two, as I said, two, two, put two, three wins together, you're in the playoffs and that's what everyone wants to be in that league. Come, come into you, uh, David Tomlinson, and, and I've saved this one for you because I know you have been a big fan of Zach Lovelace. Uh, since he signed uh, for Rangers. And I've noticed this week that he's been brought back up with a, the first team and he's been in all the training uh, videos. I think I think he's 17, Zach Lovelace. So it is, again, uh, maybe very unrealistic for us to to pin all our hopes. But I do like, you know, the, the, the vibe that Bill might not have no choice to throw some of the youth in. And um, Zach Lovelace, um, I watched the B team the other week there and he, he is, again, I can't believe how sort of built he is for someone that's, that's seven years old. He's someone that does really look like he'll suit um, Scottish football. And, um, you know, early reports are that he's, he's impressing uh, early on. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Yeah, well, for me, if you're, old, if you're good enough, you're old enough. That, that, that's that one out the road. Um, I've been, been reading up and people that have, have been watching games for the B team and they say that, he, that he's not ready at the moment, that, he, that he's still got a lot to do. But I always, I always think, um, if you've not been given a chance, then how nobody knows. Because yeah. there's players in the, the, that are absolutely hopeless in the training field, but when you put them into the team on a Saturday or a Sunday, then they're just a totally different player. And I think that that, that it's the same with, with playing against. If you're playing against players from, uh, yeah, I'll say, Stirling University or whatever other teams are, are down there, if, if you play playing against them every week, then you're you're, you're sort of a mentally you you fit into that league. You pass, you, you 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 play at that level. And I think if if he's given a chance at the the, the top level then I, I think he's shown enough already um, that he can at least come on. I mean, let's face it, could it have been any worse than, than Morelos the last three or four months? No. <laughs> he, couldn't have been, he couldn't have at least have been, been trying. No. <laughs> he, might not, he might not have been 
been a world to beat her, but he, at least he would have been bombing trying. And that's, I mean, remember the, the, the time that Morelos scored a goal and he tried to run to the corner flag and he couldn't even bomb and reach the corner flag before he fell. So, <laughs> I mean, that, that's, uh, that, as I say, I think he should, definitely should be given a chance, definitely should be pulled in around the, tea, the, the first team anyway for, for training. And given some games, although I believe that stupid rule will kick in at some time that if you play more than five games for, for the first team, then you can't play for the B team anymore. Uh, I, I, I think that's a stupid rule, but that's. Uh, I mean, I can understand that rule if you're both if, if they're playing in the the same league. Um, the likes in in Holland where where the 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 the, the, the B teams play and there's just one league under. I can understand then. But um, the, the, when, when they're playing in a, a junior league, they're not given permission to play players more than five games. is absolutely totally unbelievable. But, I mean, the SFA are totally, totally unbelievable anyway. So, it's yeah, <laughs> talking about good managers, uh, I think they need a clear out and a good manager put in. Yeah, they, they definitely do. And yeah, that's, I still can't believe that. That's, that's absolutely ridiculous. Only in Scotland that would happen. Um Davey P, then let's, let's go to more the, the style of play that we're going to see on the building. Um, I, you could rule off a hundred things here, but what what is the biggest changes you're expecting see, to see from a, a build team compared to a, a, a geo team uh, in that first game uh, at Abrox against Hibs? I think the, what I would like to see is that we just are far more direct, you know, that we and we press, press. Um, do you remember the game I remember was? Uh, I think it may have, it was one of the European ties which was played behind closed doors, which which is significant here because in, in when Michael Beale was the coach and there was footage, Rangers TV showed footage of the game after it where there's no commentary and there's no one in the stadium other than the players on the pitch. So you can hear the players speak to one another. And what was significant about that for me was that you could hear Tavernier and Connor Goldston that when Rangers, you know, were collecting the ball in midfield, the they would they were screaming, press, press, go, go, and you could, and we actually, and because the footage was of one of the goals, then we actually then scored from that because we we won the ball outside their box, cut it back to Ryan Kent, Kent pinged it in, and I think it was it was um, Morelos or Arfield who popped it in. I'll, I'll see if I can dig out the, the footage and give you a wee bit more detail. But that was significant because that came from the training ground. You know that when they we they all pressed as a team, that everyone's in it together, and and Tavernier and Goldson are telling them go, and all the Rangers players then moved together and pressed the ball. We eventually won it back, pinged it, and I want to see far more of that, where we are uh, far more active. We're on the move. It's not dead slow, you know, far too predictable. And it, it's like, you know, the, the players were, were tied together with strings. So if he moves 10 yards, he's got to move 10 yards. It was it was like watching a table football and how they would all move together. Whereas, you know, as, as we spoke about at the start, is that, you know, you, and, and as we spoke about last time, you really have to go trust the players. Just go do what, what you think is right at that moment. So I, I don't have a prescription for you. Every time you collect the ball, what you should do, I'm hoping that I'm on, and will trust your judgment as a player of some ability to go out and make the right decisions. And uh, I'm hoping to see a bit more of that, which should let Kent go. So that, that gives him a wee bit more freedom in terms of, you know, I don't have to be within five yards of this touchline all the time. And if I if I appear in the right wing, so be it. You know, just go, uh, just go do your thing, Ryan, because we know he's an excellent football player. But you would be forgiven if you thought he was a mediocre player for the last six months. But only from our experience of what he, what he did before, that we know Ryan Kent can contribute more. And I'm hoping that he'll just get a wee bit more freedom to do that. That's what I, I'm mm -hmm. hoping to see. Yeah. No, no, absolutely. And I hope that runs through the whole team, not not just, just Kent. I think Kent's a brilliant example, though. Uh, David P. I, I do agree with that. I just, I just hope um, you know that that runs through the team. And I think Curry put in a really good point there about um, he wants to see a team you know put fear in, into who we're playing. And I think that that fear's gone. 
I think it, it was gone under Gio. I think you had teams coming to Ibrox and we heard, you know, Martin Dow and even um, the St. Johnson manager, um, name's gone at, at the minute, it, uh, Callum Davidson. He, he even said, you know, that we were so confident at what we were going to do and, and teams can't be doing that, that to us. You know, they should be coming to Ibrox knowing what's coming. Um, so I think that's the big change. And that's why I like, you know, Bill's, uh, press conference today that saying we're gonna we're gonna play like a big team and 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 that's something that we haven't seen uh, domestically um, this season. Um, just to wrap it up then, Davy T um, with, with with Michael Bill. Um, just just the last thing on, on his press conference, and I wanted to add this in. I'll come to to both of you on this actually. That he said that he wants to bring standards back, and and, and he said that players will have to wear a suit. Um, coming to Ibrox. I actually really like this. I think traditions are there. Um, Gerard was the one that changed that. And it, it, I think they went to track, track suits and I get, you know, it's 2022 and things like that. But I think them traditions should be kept the same. And, uh, you know, he, he wore a, a tra track suit at QPR. He, he's not going to be a track suit manager anymore. He's going to have to get into that suit. Um, what, what's your thoughts on that, David T? Um, well, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm all for it. I think, it's, I think it's a good thing. And it just shows you that Beal has obviously thought different than, uh, than 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 Gerard did. Just to to to, to put in, in Davies' uh, comments there about how the team were playing, the Walking Dead sort of uh, springs to mind with me. That's that's the way Geo's football was. But um, no, I'm, I'm all for it. I think I think the the, well, the club, as he keeps saying, it's an institution. Um, the the yeah, what do you, you want your manager? Where, I mean, when I, when I when I see the likes of the other side and their managers have always got a tracksuit on, I, I mean, they just they just don't. For me, it doesn't look right. Um, I, I don't think. Yeah, obviously the the backroom staff should don't need to wear suits all the time. I I think that would be stupid. But the the the, the managers, it should be out in the touchline most of the time. So it'll be be good if he uh, if he looks proper. And the players, it, it, it just brings in a bit of... Um, discipline. Sorry? Discipline. Yeah, that's yeah. what I was looking for. It brings in a bit of discipline, and that's uh, that, that's what you want in a team. Uh, just uh, the, the players are, are showing respect for the club is another another thing. But as I say, these are all cliches and all, all wee things that, that, that change, but all wee, wee things that you change can make a difference. And... They've got to show it in the park. But I, I was just thinking there, that, um, we, going back to the World Cup, we see Belgium's went out, Germany's went out. They've, went, they've probably been beaten because they've held on to players too long. And, and maybe there's a lesson in there somewhere that you shouldn't hang on to players too long because they become stale. And I think there's probably a lesson in that as well. Yeah, David P. That brings us on nicely. Let's let's come to the World Cup and um, it, it has it's, this Belgian team as as RF fifty six has just put in here. He's watched two players for too long and it wants refreshed. The Belgian fans have been saying this about the, you know their their you know this was their time you know to go and win win something with the, the team they had and, and they've kept uh, Roberto Martinez in, in a in a job for far too long and that, and they didn't change it. Um, so this is, you know, I'll, I'll fit the World Cup and, and, and sticking it with Bill. This is why Bill needs to come in and, and, and be his own man and make the changes. Because as a support, I do think, you know, we, we're still debating about Morelos, Kent, Kamara, you know, Arfield, Jack. We, we're still having them debates. Oh, if we if we can get them back to this, if we can get them back to that. You know, he really does need to come in and make the changes. And um, just on that, just lead you nicely into Belgium going out the, the World Cup. What your thoughts are on that? Well, I think that there is the danger. I mean, it's just been, I think they had something like seven players on the on the pitch who were over 30. They were they were actually given the stats at the, at the start of the game today. And I think uh, the opposition were, were at five over 30. So it wasn't, you know, a huge difference. But they had, uh, they were making, you know, in terms of the turnover of the Belgian squad, it seemed to be, you know, he's relying on, and surely there must be young players who are coming through who have, who have suffered as a result of maybe the success of the Belgian team, who are probably good enough, but just not make it because, you know, there is a tendency, more than that, is for the manager to go with the familiar, go with players he knows, don't take a risk. And, and it's kind of the Zach Lovelace thing, you know, so 
why take a risk with Zach Lovelace when you know when you've got Morelis there, you've got Cholak there, you 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 know kind of you who are more experienced and, and are more likely to uh, deliver what you want. And there's always the temptation just to go with the familiar. Don't take the risk. Go with the familiar. And I think that the managers have to be brave. And, and Michael Beal will in terms of bringing the players in. And David's made you know the really good point. If if you're old enough, you're good enough. And that that that's a bit of courage, you know, to say, do you know what? This boy's 17, but uh, he's got ability. We need to uh, give him his chance. So it's and I. I was at the game when he came on as a sub and I think it was the last 10, 15 minutes. It was a cup tie against one of the uh, lower league sides and the game was pretty much done by that time. So I really don't know how much you learn about them in that environment. You really have to learn about them from, you know, a proper competitive environment. Albeit, you know, it gets them in front of the Rangers fans. We get to have a look at them for, you know, the 10, 15 minutes. And, and, and the boy looks okay, but certainly not enough to judge him on. But you would really have to, it's, it's be the, the coaching staff and the manager, you know, have to work on that and, and get this player, uh, get ready. Give him his chance. If he delivers, then we uh, we go with it. And, and if, if there's improvements to be made, we will continue to work in the training ground. And that's pretty much their job, surely. But in terms of the, I mean, the tradition thing and players wearing suits, I'm not horribly hung up on that sort of thing because... You know, this is the 21st century. I know Bill Struth would find them for not wearing their bowler hat, even if it was from their from their car or to the uh, to the front door. And he would uh, a stickler for detail. I mean, that was a uh, British Army stuff, wasn't it? Uh, but I'm if if they want to wear tracksuits to to Ibrox, uh, who who's going to be upset by that? I mean, standards the standards should be in the training ground. The standards should be in the pitch. So, oh, you're a great guy because you wear your suit every week. <laughs> no, I want you to be scoring goals every week. Then you'll be a great guy. So it doesn't really matter to, to me, to be honest. I mean, there are obviously traditions within the club and which we, we should be holding on to, but we should never be uh, so stuck in the past that we, we can't change things. You know, no. it's about, uh, it's an evolution. We go with the, if the change is, is, is more convenient for the players, then why not? I mean, it just smacks of, uh, you know, that I'll tell you what to wear. It's a school uniform stuff. I think we should trust the players to be uh, sensible. Yeah, no, no, fair enough. And I get the other side of it as well. I, I just think, yeah, I, I agree. Standards are more than just telling the players to wear a suit. But I, I do think it puts a little bit of authority in there as well. That I think, I, actually, I was worried about Bill sort of taking over being a coach. Um, but, you know, he's interviewed this week and saying he was never anyone's friend. And he was always the one that disciplined players. That was absolutely uh, brilliant to hear. And I said, it, I think just, just by backing yeah. that up and telling the players, right, well, you get your suits on, you know, just just them subtle changes. I think I think that that's big. I, I want a manager when then players walk in at halftime and we're not playing well. To be to know that they're going to get they're going to get it for him because I feel like that just wasn't there with with, with Van Bronckhorst. Mason, if nothing, if it does nothing else, it lays down the marker to the squad. Absolutely. I'm in charge, you know. So if it, if it achieves that, then that that's uh, so I'm not your fucking pal. I'm here. You're going to wear suits to the ground, you know. So just you know, there's there's a wee school of thought, you know, no pun intended, where, you know, teachers, and I know some, and they'll say, when you get in new class, you be the biggest bastard you can get away with, right from the word go, and then you can let it back. But see if you go in there from the day one and try and be their friend, and they piss all over you. See then trying to recover from that? It's yep. fucking almost impossible. So Absolutely. you from the outset, you just let them know, I'm in charge, I tell you what to do, Never mistake this for democracy. So let's go on with it. And I'm, I'm hoping that's hopefully down that marker. Well, I think GVB exactly done that. I think Joe done that, Davey. I did think he was too nice and he probably was too, too, you know, friendly. Yeah. That, that's how it looked anyway. Again, we, we don't know the inside, but just looking at it from what we can see and, and, and what we did get to see. But, but David T, let, let's bring it in the last sort of 10 minutes on onto the World Cup. Um, so Belgium and Germany out. Your, your your German team, David. I know you're a big, big German football fan. <laughs> no, I'm joking. Dutch, isn't it? The Dutch. Um, so so 
just just on that then, who's your have you still got your favorite? I know you want Holland to, to go and win it, but is there anyone that's really standing out um to go and win it? I think Japan, to be honest, like beating Germany and uh, Spain, they must be they must think bring it bring it everyone else on. Well, I must admit the the Japan have, have, have really, and I thought Canada really played great football as well the first couple of games, but they, they seem to they seem to fall. They, they, they didn't do them any good, they didn't get any points, but uh, I thought they played great football. Um, I'm, I'm sort of a holding my breath at the moment because uh, Morocco got through today and they wrecked half of Holland and Belgium last week when uh, after the they, they, they won, so God knows what will happen tonight when, when they're through as well. They'll probably end up, although the police are, are a lot more uh, ready for it. They weren't they weren't exactly ready last week, uh, and they're ready for it now, so hopefully nothing happens. But I, I, I can't understand why you can't celebrate without jumping in cars and setting fire to cars and things like that. But anyway, no, the French, I'll, I'll go back with Davey. I, I think the French have showed a lot. The, I think they probably showed the most. Uh, and and the Spanish will probably be there. Um, I'm not going to be Italy anymore. I'll, I've given up that one. <laughs> but, um, Good choice. I, 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 <laughs> I feel sorry for the USA because of the the for the boy from Los Angeles because the USA are probably going to get beaten Monday. But uh, no, Holland have been absolutely hopeless. They've, they've been absolutely terrible. They've won, but uh, I mean, they've not had any opposition. I think the first opposition that Holland have come up against, uh, although maybe maybe sometimes it's because of the terrible opposition that they've not been playing well. Some Sometimes that brings better out on you. But uh, no, Holland, no, not been great. The football, the football is typical Dutch. You <laughs> think Gio's manager there as well because they've got the exact same faults. You try to keep this ball for all the time without getting the ball forward. And then you see teams like uh, like Canada, Japan, Morocco, they try and get the, the ball forward as quick as they can and uh, and just but I mean, I mean in Spain as well. Have you have you watched Spain, the high press, they just don't give other teams a chance to, to get out of the I've Argentine done it to to who were they playing yesterday? Argentina against um, not Mexico. Mexico. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you seen the the, the the high press they put on Poland. Uh, Poland. Was it oh Poland? It was was yeah. enough. I don't Poland, think. Yeah, I think yeah. I think mm. Poland were, um, were 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 just happy with the way we keeping getting beat two 0 and it's, it's unfortunate Poland get through. But the way but the way they played last night against Argentina was absolutely terrible. And it remember, sort of remembers me of the game that the re, the reason that they remember they moved from uh, that the last game had to be played at the same time. It was Switzerland against Austria, I think, in that time. And they, they both, if, if it was a draw, they both would go through. And they they, they just kicked the ball about for uh, for most of the game, ninety minutes, just just past to each other and never bothered trying to attack. Or that, that's what changed, and that's what reminded me of Poland last night. They just never bothered. They were just, and they knew they had yellow enough yellow cards, or two little yellow cards. Mexico had more, uh, so that's. I mean, that's the games you're going to the World Cup. You you want to try and give your best, and nah, don't. I mean, they could have put out Argentina as well, and that would have, that would have been a big shock if they'd have beat Argentina. I mean, that, that the what's it? What do you call him? The the the, the forward centre forward Bronski or no? What is his what's his name? I've sort of oh, lost it. Lewandowski. Lewandowski. Yeah. I mean, he must be. He must be sitting there thinking, "How the hell am I in amongst this lot?" <laughs> no, it's it's, it's uh, the World Cup. It's, it's it's been disappointing in most of the games, but some of these wee teams of the like the likes of Japan, the way they play oh. football. Even Australia. It looks like we've got the wrong suitor, by the way, because Harry Suter for uh, Australia. I don't know if you've watched them. Yeah. The last couple of games, he looked really good. Um, and I know you can never really judge a player just in in a World Cup alone because I think we've done that a few times and ended up signing a dud. But he's uh, he, he's he's looked really good. And Australia, to be fair, they, they've gone through it and, and they've ended up they, they, they've gone through as well, haven't they? So, um, yeah. but just on Geo, there, there's rumours in, in Holland that he's going to be part of the uh, Dutch setup, the new Dutch setup. Uh, um, I was reading yesterday, so uh, that wouldn't surprise me watching Holland because. Uh, you know, more, more, more boring football coming, coming their way. Well, they need a new manager, don't they? So after the after the World Cup, so probably probably end with a chance. 
much chance as anybody. But uh, <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, the, the Dutch will have a Dutch coach. I don't think they've ever had anything but a Dutch coach. And the the Dutch, there's there's so much up their own backsides that they, they think they still think they're the they're the full the 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 perfect football. And that's that's a a way, a way another thing that I say um with the likes of teams like Belgium and you've got to change things uh, early and, and not wait till it's too late. And that's that's what the Dutch are the Dutch are still hanging on this old well I, I think they're the playing five three two all the time now. But, um, yeah, what about Dick Advocat coming back at 75? Uh, I mean, they could, they could even wheel him in <laughs> to the, the Dutch manager. Wouldn't surprise me, David. He's had so many jobs. I just can't just give it a rest. Do you know what I mean? Just call it a day. He must have enough money in the bank. You know what I mean? Just call it a day. Oh, he's plenty of money in the bank. I bet he has. Uh, David T, then. Um, Lot, lot of um, comments coming in about the World Cup. Who, who's who do you think will go and win it? I, I was sort of saying France or Brazil, but I watched France yesterday and I, I know they made some changes. I was really disappointed. Then I watched Spain for the first half and I thought, well, they look good, but they've just been beat by Japan. I, I actually don't think there's a team at this World Cup that this this is standout. I think it's anyone's to be honest with you. I watched uh, Poland versus Argentina. What impressed me about the Argentinians, Messi aside because he just does what he wants, is is the work ethic. And it was uh, press, press. And when they lose the ball, it was, it was kind of similar to the Napoli approach, just constantly on the move. And when they lost the ball, they would immediately, you know, press, press, press till they won the ball back. And even to the extent where Di Maria, who I would have thought, you know, was, was, was kind of getting on a bit, but certainly, but the pace and the energy with which they move about the pitch is very impressive. And they just pretty much they're out there, get the ball, just get it to Lionel Messi. But they'd, uh, I think the the boy who was left back, who'd a couple of chances, he could have had a hat trick in that game against Poland if he had had his shooting boots on. I, I, I actually they said that he'd, he'd never actually scored the goal for Argentina. If they can find themselves a left back, the the goal scoring opportunities this boy was getting were was phenomenal. But the Argentina for me have been very impressed just by the, the their attitude. It's that uh, they just go at it hammer and tongs, whereas Poland were, I mean, for a team who, you know, would they were in a hair's breadth of, of going out, they, the last 10, 15 minutes just didn't do enough. It's like they didn't believe it themselves. They were, you know, they'd won a competition to play in the World Cup and they were just happy to be there. And they, they eventually, they got through with it. Was the width of a fag. Flag paper, they get they they've actually managed to get, and then they were celebrating at the end, and I, I was that must have been a strange experience because they they absolutely get steamrolled with Argentina, uh, lost two 0 never even get close to them. Luck it was only two, and then at the end they're all celebrating because you know they're now into the knockout rounds, and it just occurred to me, you know, guess who's getting knocked out next? You know, when the, and, and I think the the differences in the teams. I think it just shows you the personality of the coach in each of these teams and, and how they play. It's a, he's, he's almost a mirror image of them. You can tell from the from the coaches. And and Gareth Southgate, you know, Jesus Christ, he just his personality just kind of shines onto that team. And I, I, you can see it's not always true, but in most instances, you think, you know, too cautious, Whereas, you know, as David said, you know, the teams like Morocco, Japan, who are just, you know, say, let's go. Let's say, uh, all this time we've waited to get here. Let's let's not uh, be too scared. Let's If we're going to go out, let's go out fighting. So, whereas Poland just seemed to, uh, they were quite happy just to get to get through to the knockout round, whereas... The, the, the attitude was wrong, but Argentina's. I, I think Argentina will be uh, will be there or thereabouts at the end of this tournament. Well, we've seen yeah, it before, haven't yeah. we? That the, the, a team, you know, a big team loses the first game, but you know, to a to a smaller nation, and then goes on and win, wins it. To be fair, with, with a tournament, you always gonna, you ain't going to win every game. There's always going to be a game or two where you don't perform, but but you, you manage to to get through. But I agree with you both on Poland. Um, but they've always played like that. They're you know the last few years they're very very hard to beat. To be fair. Um, and really, really hard to play against. That's 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 what gets them into the tournaments. They're they're there all the time. 
So I can't really knock on that front. But yeah, watching it, it, it is not is not good. Um, but I think that's 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 to, good enough to, to wrap it up tonight, tonight, lads. Um, thanks it's again. The boy McAllister, where did the Scottish scout, scouts miss him? Is he called Diego McAllister? Have you seen the state of his dad, by the way? He just looks like Sunday League Scottish, man. It's absolutely mental. Um, there was a picture going around of him today. I think he has got Scottish in him. I think Scottish and Irish. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, but yeah. I think he's father. He's father Scottish, is he not? I think. I, think I think he played for Argentina as well, David, but I do think he's got he's got Scottish uh, down the bloodline. It's just a shame that uh, Steve Clark... Well, McAllister, he must have. He's not called <laughs> McAllister for nothing. <laughs> Uh, nice one. Well, um, David T, I'll, I'll, I'll let you come to you then. And um, thanks for tonight, mate. Appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for having me on. Enjoyed it as uh, as ever. And uh, no, it's uh, looking forward to the end of the World Cup, but look more forward to the fifteenth of December now. It's a big day, and uh, hopefully we'll see improvement. As I say, the Liverpool game, although it's a friendly. There'll still be wee signs that we can sort of look out and see if we've improved any. And uh, no, really looking forward to the end of the World Cup and the beginning of the, the restart. Yeah, no, absolutely. And I think we've got a game next week. Is it next week against uh, Leverkusen? Is that next week? Next week, yeah. I know it's only a, a friendly, but at least we'll have something to watch. But thanks, David T. And, and, and David P as well. Thanks for coming on tonight, mate. Appreciate it. Oh, no, it's good to be back on, Mason. It's always good to chat about Rangers. They're, uh, they're very close to our hearts, our collective hearts. Um, and I'm hoping that Michael Beale will just be uh, putting the work in, getting his team together, everyone getting their feet under the table, finding out exactly what what needs to be done. You know, it's going to be a, a long haul out of here. A cup, a trophy this year will be would be would be nice. You know, we've got the semi final, so we've only got two games for a uh, for the first one. I'm hoping that we will be a uh, and and the the games against them will be a big test. But the first the first test I think will be the the cup semi final. We will find out because it's going to take a wee while for this thing to to evolve into what Michael Beale what is attempting to make it to be. So and. Uh, of fortnight to go and uh, just get the boys out there on the training ground and and be the biggest bastard you can be, Michael. You have you have my permission to do it. <laughs> Brilliant, David. I think you make a really good point there to, to, to wrap it up on, on the League Cup. I think that's absolutely massive for us this season. Um, if we can win that semi-final and get in the final and win it, another trophy we haven't won in such a long time, um, yeah. I think that could really, like Alex McLeish did when he came in all them year, years ago under Abacat, the league looked like it was away. Um, but he went on to do the double. So uh, big to, big shoes to follow, uh, Michael Will. But um, thanks again for everyone commenting and, uh, and listening tonight. Again, please like and subscribe. And uh, we'll be, keep uh, look out for our socials. We'll be live again in the next couple of days. Thanks for watching. We are the people.